Ducks fans. Are you ready? You are listening to the Ducks and Pucks podcast with your hosts, Mike Walters and Eddie Jones. This is the number one home for Anaheim Ducks talk and analysis. Here we go. All right, uh, welcome back to Ducks and Pucks. We have a special show for you today with uh, Phil Hewitt on our show. Who uh, if you heard the intro, you know that uh, Phil did it for us. Uh, he'll also uh, hook you up with a, a reasonable fee if you need to have a uh, voiceover done. But uh, we have Phil on the show. We're going to talk about the Ducks and some of the off-season stuff. And uh, welcome back to the show, Phil. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, great to talk to you again, Mike and Eddie. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to October. I cannot wait. In fact, September 25th ought to do. Uh, in fact, uh, there's a date in August that uh, might even get things rolling a little bit as far as my hockey fix. Oh, yeah, I would think so, too. And, and you know, that's the event that's coming up, the uh, Fedoran Cup. I, I'm actually going to be at this event for the first time. August 29th at Anaheim Ice, at the uh, the Rinks Anaheim Ice, I should say it correctly. Correct, Phil. And uh, what is your role going to be? I mean, I know you usually emcee it, but kind of give the fans a little bit about the event and what you do. Well, here's the thing. If you're not in, get in. There are limited seats. Uh, I believe the capacity is somewhere around 1,100 or so, and or it might even be lower than that. Uh, so don't don't quote me on the capacity. I just know that it's not a, a lot. Uh, it'd be nice if we could do it in a bigger venue, but uh, we, we do what we can to, to raise money for uh, cancer research and uh, just awareness. And, and this year, the theme, as usual, is who do you fight for? And everybody has been touched in their life one way or another by cancer. Uh, has uh, is either fighting the disease currently, somebody in the family or a friend is fighting it, or somebody has lost the battle. Uh, and so that's what everybody is there for. It's what all the players show up for, uh, NHL players, former, current, uh, players that are in the system, uh, local standout minor league players, college players. They all come out, and we have a big game, uh, split them up into two teams. Very often it's a USA versus Canada thing. And uh, uh, the fans get to watch a great uh, hockey game. Uh, they get to see what the players look like, some of them that they haven't seen since the end of the uh, the previous season. Some uh, There might even be some players that we haven't seen before. I, I haven't seen the latest updated roster, but we know a lot of guys are going to be out there, uh, That uh, names that you'll recognize. You watch the game. Uh, there is uh, plenty of activity. There are contests. Uh, there's a silent auction, all sorts of memorabilia, Ducks stuff, and it's not just limited to Ducks memorabilia. Uh, and then uh, there's a, uh, a VIP party and dinner and uh, auction uh, and live music that happens afterwards. And if you can get in on that, that's spectacular because we have nothing but fun there. It's a casino night as well. And uh, all of the proceeds from the evening go to the Athletic Sports Foundation of America. And uh, that money goes to, uh, again, uh, raise awareness and, uh, and fight that dreaded disease, cancer. Yeah, and you you talk about cancer, and you know it's it's a huge deal for everybody. I uh, actually just have a coworker that's in the hospital as we speak. Uh, she's fighting cancer right now, so my prayers go out to her. Um, you know, she's been a good friend of mine for the last eight nine years, so uh, I think she's going to recover. But uh, it's definitely something that touches everybody. Um, you know, some of the players that are going to be there. Uh, we heard that uh, Ryan Getzloff would be there. Have you heard of any others that you can name, Phil, that uh, might be at the event? 
Uh, you know what? I, I've been following the uh, Fedoran Cup Facebook page, and there have been uh, little tidbits of information dropping here and there. Uh, the the roster is very often, from season to season, a work in progress until the morning of the event, sometimes uh, an hour before the thing starts. Uh, I get the lineup, and I get to announce and introduce all the players. And uh, and very often I'm uh, scrambling to scribble something down at the last minute. <laughs> so. <laughs> So it is, is something else. So for me to come out and say exactly who's going to be playing might be a mistake right now. I don't want to mislead anybody. I can tell you in previous years, Tamu Solani has always been there. Um, and there were a couple of years where at the last minute we weren't sure if he would be there. And then all of a sudden here he comes into the building and uh, throws on some skates and a sweater and he's on the ice. So <laughs> it's hard to say who's going to be there and who isn't. But uh, there are always a lot of guys. I, I can tell you some of the guys you can count on being there like Jason Marshall is is always there uh and he's just a great guy if you love hockey and you love seeing somebody smile you'll enjoy Jason Marshall and you know what I'm talking about if you've uh, if you've followed uh his career at all just a smiling guy happy to be ho- playing ho- hockey and happy to be out there with the fans and uh, and that's what really this is all about is getting people together people who love hockey and uh and and collectively fighting cancer yeah, exactly. And if you uh, go on the website and you uh, end up buying a VIP ticket, which is uh, what I did for my wife and I too, you can go to the event. And as Phil said, you can get to see the game and you also get to do the after stuff, which I believe is the the dinner in the casino night. Correct, Phil? That's correct. And uh, fedorincup.com is uh, the easiest way to remember. Or you can go to ASFA, well, ASFamerica.com, uh, Athletic Sports Fund of America. But uh, fedorincup.com is an easy way to remember it. And uh, just looking at the uh, schedule of events, uh, there are uh, there are plenty of things to do throughout the uh, afternoon and the evening. Again, check in at 2.30. The doors open at 3.30. The players will do a warm-up shortly after that. Then I'll introduce the, uh, the players. Then at 4.15, the puck drops. And... Uh, uh, silent auction throughout the night once again, and the game should be over by 6.30. Uh, these are typically close games. The players know how to keep them close, and it's hard to say who's going to win each year, but uh, it's it's always a one-goal game. Yeah, and it should be a lot of fun, and uh, you know, if people can go out there and buy a ticket, it would be great. Check out those websites, as Phil mentioned. Uh, he'll be there, and I'll be there as well. Um, you know, the last time I saw you, Phil, was uh, earlier in the summer, and you know, summertime. There's no hockey, and uh, there's you know, there's other things going on. Uh, what else have you been up to? I know you've been over at the Angel Games a little bit, and what else has been keeping you busy? Right, I've uh, done the public address for a couple of Angel Games, and uh, I've done all of the uh, LA Kiss games, and their season sadly is over now. It's the postseason in the Arena Football League, but uh, the Kiss did not make it. An improved team. I expect big things for them next season because they're really uh, still a relatively new team, and, and they're just trying to get their uh, cohesive lineup together. And I've seen some real great moves by the management, and so I expect uh, the uh, LA Kiss to be a contender next year. Always a lot of fun to come to those games. There's a, a live heavy metal band that plays in between the uh, the quarters, and after the uh, thing is over, you get to come down. The band plays, and you get to meet the players and the uh, and the cheerleaders, the LA Kiss girls, and it's just a great environment. Uh, Gene, Stan- uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley were there at the last game, and 
signing autographs and speaking to the crowd. It, it's always a lot of fun. So uh, it, it's uh, uh, worth coming to. And, and I get to scream on the microphone all night long, uh, yelling defense, defense, and <laughs> let's go kiss, L.A. kiss, and just to uh, have a crazy night. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, you probably miss getting to, you know, do your uh, patented Anaheim Ducks goal. That's probably a little bit different, yeah. huh, Phil? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a little bit different. I have my own thing for the football game, but, but uh, uh, for the uh, Ducks, I can't wait to say Anaheim Ducks goal on the new sound system and see the brand new uh, scoreboard that uh, is, uh, they're probably uh, gluing it together right now. Not that they're using glue, but just to use a term that, because uh, technically I don't know how they put that thing together. It's 30 feet by 20 feet. It's enormous. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and it, it looks like you're going to have a couple new names uh, this year. I know we're still waiting on uh, Hagelin to, to sign a contract and obviously some familiar familiar names coming back with Silverberg too. Uh, how important do you think it is that with Silverberg getting signed for the next four years uh, for the future of the I Ducks? think it's great. I'm still waiting. I, I do believe Silverberg has a lot more to offer, and I think the fact that he has a good contract now and knows he has a home uh, and a place to uh, – uh, to call home for the next several seasons, that we might just see his standout season this year. And if that's the case, look out, because uh, I don't think we've tapped all of his talent yet. Uh, but you could see, I mean, he is he is one of the standout players, and it's time for him to, uh, to make his mark, and, and hopefully this is the season for that. And I'm looking forward to seeing... Uh, a lot of the experienced players that are coming along that are on the uh, the lineup now, of course, you mentioned Haglin. Horkoff is a, is another uh, great pickup, and uh, it, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens between the pipes. Uh, Anderson, Gibson, is Kudobin going to play a big role? Uh, we know that Bobkoff is going to play off in his uh, home com- country now, so he's not a factor. So these are the guys, and who's going to... Who's going to rise to the top, uh, in- injuries notwithstanding? Uh, will it be Anderson? Will it be Gibson? Or will Kudobin uh, be forced into play and all of a sudden prove himself uh, to, to uh, Ducks fans? It's there, a lot of things, uh, a lot of things still in motion. And looking forward to seeing some of the kids uh, from the last two or three uh, drafts uh, start coming in and, and making an impact because we really haven't seen much, uh, if any, uh, of that since uh, Hampus Lindholm. So uh, I'd love to see some guys come up that uh, were picked in in recent years and and show us what they've got. Yeah, you know, one thing we've been asked uh, I don't know how many times in this off season is is really how much has this has this team improved and are there chances you know better with you know Dallas getting better and, and Colorado might be able to come back this year. How much better are their chances at, at getting past that that game seven and, and making an appearance in the Stanley Cup Finals? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, obviously, they can't think about the other teams. They just have to beat them. Uh, but really, the only thing missing from this team, and I think most fans will agree with this, is uh, the some kind of element of mental tough, toughness that uh, other teams seem to have, the, the winning teams, uh, for the last few years of the Stanley Cup. I mean, Chicago is a great example. They weren't. They didn't have the best record coming into the playoffs, but once they got into the postseason, they were able to shift into some unknown gear that carried them throughout the playoffs. I know the Ducks have that gear, but for whatever reason, and again, I have to say it's mental because it's not a skill thing, that's for sure, because the Ducks are a very skilled team. In fact, uh, on paper, and what we saw in the regular season, perhaps uh, more skilled than uh, um, any of the teams that outlasted them in the postseason. So what is it? It's got to be mental. 
And so if they can find that this season, and that's why I say I like the fact that there's some experience being added to the team, some older players. Uh, Horkoff, born in uh, 1978. Uh, you know, Haglin is 10 years younger, but still, these guys are uh, um, veterans. They've been on teams that have uh, put up some numbers. And uh, when you have a little more experience on the team uh, in the locker room, uh, that should be the type of thing that uh, that gets some mental cohesiveness, I think. And, and you know, I'm not a hockey genius, but it seems to me that that's the only thing missing. Something's got to click mentally to get them past that hump. Yeah, I agree with you, Phil. And I think uh, we saw the interview with uh, Murray, you know, on Fox Sports West. They did a, a little preview there with um, Hazy on there. And uh, that's what he talked about was going out and getting other players for that veteran leadership because it seemed like, you know, towards the end of the uh, Chicago series that, you know, maybe it was a criticism or, you know, a critique of the Ducks was that the veteran leadership was lacking because you had Kessler out there battling it out. You had Getzloff and Perry, but, you know, they were talking about you need a better supporting cast. So I, th- I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think the supporting cast and the veteran leadership is what's going to get the Ducks over the hump this year. Yeah, all right. And, and the other thing that's going to help is the third jersey. <laughs> yes, yeah, so which has been a, a big topic today, you know, uh, a lot of people talking about that, uh, the third jersey. Uh, we know that the Ducks released it, uh, uh, or going to release it on uh, October 16th when they host the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Um, but uh, there's been some speculation of what it looks like, and uh, I've actually talked to Reebok today, and, and the images that are going around are still not official. Um, no. Anything you know, Phil, that you could, you could, you probably couldn't tell us if you knew. But not, nothing I know, and I'm sure the folks at Reebok know something, and a handful of people over at the Ducks organization, as they say up in Canada, uh, the, the people that do know something, if they were to say or to leak something, I'm sure uh, there would be some uh, severe retribution. And I don't <laughs> know exactly what that would be. But if I knew, there's no way I would say anything. I can tell you, I walked past the uh, the uh, video panels for the new uh, con- the uh, scoreboard. And for a moment, I thought, you know what? I should take a snapshot of that. They're all wrapped up. You know, you can't see them. But just take a snapshot and just wet people's whistle a little bit. And the, and the anticipation would be spectacular if I were to post that on social media. But, you know, before I do that, I count to five, maybe ten. And I come to my senses and I say, you know what? There's no way. I'm not the spokesman for the ducks. I'm not in control of the flow of information here. And so even though I have what really is not much information, it's information by itself and and it's not my place to uh, to put it out there and so if i were to see the jersey um and if i were to say something about it i think uh, there'd be a job opening for public address announcer honestly i do yeah i mean that's that's you know a good point phil and that's what i try to tell people too it's been difficult because sometimes people say hey you know uh you probably know what's going on and blah 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 and i tell them the same thing uh you know, because I've made friends with the marketing people, the Ducks too, and uh, they have not told me what the jersey is. I've showed them other samples and whatnot, and even if they did tell me, I wouldn't say anything because, as you know, Philip built a good relationship with you and some of the other employees at the Ducks. And same thing, if I did that, then I, I would be cut off. You would see me banished probably in in somewhere, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be at the Honda Center, that's for sure, Phil. Yeah, I like easy questions. Like when people find out I work in radio, they typically ask me, "Hey, do you know Ryan Seacrest?" 
Oh God, that's hilarious. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you know, the other thing too is uh, even like the uh, the Ducks scoreboard. You know, uh, uh, we had a photo of of the framing that people have seen. You know, at the Kiss games, which has been okay. But it, you know, as far as when the actual scoreboards put up and everything's put up together you know i'm going to refrain too from from putting anything uh unless given the okay because you know the same thing it's one thing to go there and visit a kiss game and see it and post it but if you're going to actually uh post stuff before it's completed you know i i would think that would be a big no-no too phil yeah and i'm just looking at the preseason schedule when's uh when's our first home game on the uh 25th right correct 20 25th against uh the kings isn't that isn't that right okay so that, to me, would be the first possible day that we would see the scoreboard. I have to imagine it'll be operational by then. There's always a chance they plug all the parts in and they're not satisfied with the, uh, uh, with the workings of it. And so they might do something, some alternative and wait until uh, October to show it off. But uh, uh, I think that would be the first day where we have a shot at seeing it is uh, against the Kings on the 25th preseason. Yeah, and you're correct on as far as the is putting up the uh, screen and tinkering with it. I mean, that's something that I've heard from some of the duck sources too. Is they said, hey, you know, here's the measurements and here's what it's like, which we we put up in the write up just to give people an idea. But they said, you know what, everything is subject to change because as soon as you put everything up there, as you mentioned, it could go haywire, and then you don't know. Then they got to fix it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, everything you buy comes with a warranty, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, a Costco warranty, right? Yeah, they, right, and and hopefully there's an extended warranty, but uh, just the same. And then um, from what I understand, now maybe you know this too. Often you you're better tapped in on these things than I am. The uh, the old scoreboard has made its way down to San Diego. That's correct. Part uh, I don't know if it was the entire thing, but it, definitely parts of it did make it down. Uh, to San Diego, which, you know, I'm planning to go to some of the games. I don't know if you are, but I, I definitely want to try to catch a couple. You know, my wife and I like to go to San Diego uh, often during the year. Yeah, well, San Diego's coming up, uh, and I want to say that it's, uh, I want to say it's October 5th. That's correct. And the Gulls are coming to Honda Center, and you'll get to see them play, uh, the Gulls. The, uh, um, the, they're called the Gulls, aren't they? Correct. All right. I had a had a brain lock there for a second, <laughs> and uh, and I don't know to what degree I'll be involved. From what I understand, they're bringing their show, so their public address announcer is probably going to come up and get to use my microphone. But uh, just the same, uh, I might uh, lend a helping hand in one way or another. Or if they want me to do the uh, announcing, I'll be happy to do that. But I, that's uh, that's their team. Their announcer knows their players, and uh, it's going to be fun to have a team nearby that's affiliated and. And it'll be a thrill for the San Diego fans uh, when it's inevitable one of our players uh, gets injured and has to rehab. They'll do so down there in San Diego. And uh, that'll be great uh, for the fans down there who uh, are uh, uh, chomping at the bit to see what the what the team is like this year. And if they can get the benefit of uh, uh, of the Ducks uh, operation uh, by way of uh, rehabilitation, that's going to be great for those fans. You know, and I think uh, another key point that, you know, Murray talked about in his interview with Hayward, too, is is the efficiency of being able to have the team so close. Because, you know, before the players had to fly from Virginia all the way to California during the home games, you know, unless the Ducks were on an East Coast swing, uh, it was difficult to move players back and forth. So I think it's going to be a huge benefit because now they're just, uh, you know, a freeway away. I mean, you know, hour and a half, two hours, depending on traffic, Phil. Right. And if the traffic's bad, hop on a train. 
Yeah, I mean, exactly, especially with the uh, the new station being right next to Honda Center. I mean, that's another great addition that they've done uh, over at the building, Phil. Yeah, it's a, it's a good plan. I like it. Can't wait to see what happens. Uh, as far as uh, the rest of uh, your free time, uh, which I know you don't have a lot, what else has been uh, going on? Anything else you've been working on? I know you still do some of your other radio stuff as well. Anything well, I continue to do my show, Phil Hewlett and Friends. Uh, if you visit the website, philhewlettandfriends.com, you could catch up on all the uh, uh, the latest episodes. We just did another one today, uh, which uh, we titled after the fact. It's available now on uh, podcast. Uh, we just finished one called uh, uh, Fried Food ice cream and beer <laughs> what what could possibly go wrong and it was uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, again it's available there as well as iTunes and uh, iHeart and all the regular places where you can get to programming on demand just look for Phil Hewlett and friends Dot com and uh, every day I'm uh, in my home studio which uh, by the way is where I am now doing uh, voiceovers and if you ever need to uh, hire somebody to do that. The voice of the ducks will be happy to be the voice of your product or service. Just visit philhewlett.com. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, we always appreciate everything you've uh, done to help us, Phil, as far as, you know, mentoring us on different things to do and obviously the intro as well. And uh, look forward to seeing you uh, at the Fedoran Cup on August 29th if I don't talk to you sooner. And uh, glad to have you on the show again. Always appreciate your advice and support, Phil. All right. A pleasure to hear from you guys, Mike and uh, Eddie, and uh, see you at the Fedoran. And for everybody else, don't be left out. Get your tickets to the Fedoran Cup now because, again, seating is limited. And definitely, if you can get the VIP pass, do that. All right. And we'll uh, be back probably next week, hopefully with some updates. Hopefully we'll see uh, Haglin get uh, his deal done and uh, keep you up to date on all the Ducks news. Thanks for listening. See you in a week. 